the alpha male. They're going to say, hey, look, bro, you're not doing your job. Your job is to keep us together. Your job is to keep us from squabbling. Your job is to keep the peace. Hi, my name is Wesley Person. I'm an attorney, photographer, and just all-around curious guy. You're listening to In Search of Man. Welcome back. Um, this is In Search of Manhood, and this is my podcast where, you know, basically I'm talking about manhood and uh, how we need to reimagine or reframe it in you know, 2023. A lot of the way in which men are operating, uh, we're operating on past outdated stereotypes. And a lot of this podcast is driven by two books, as you probably remember, uh, Bell Hooks, Will to Change, and uh, Richard Reeves' book on Of Men and Boys, The Struggle of the Modern Man. And one of the things that Professor Hooks talked about, she talked about, you know, how men uh, need to have the space to be able to reimagine manhood free from some of the old ways in which um, we have measured men, because Given the way in which society has changed, given the way in which women are fully integrated into our economy, being that uh, women are no longer barred from educational opportunities that they once were in the past, that they're not barred from professional opportunities, and that we look at test scores and we look at university and college, uh, university and college graduation rates, we look at graduation rates um, in the professional fields like law and medicine and dentistry, we see that women are overwhelmingly um, graduating ahead of men. And especially in the black community, that is especially um, seen in, in terms of graduation rates, both in professional schools and in colleges and universities. And one of the things I want to talk about in this, uh, this, this, this segment is the whole idea of alpha male. Um, if you've been around the last two to three years, you've heard that term <laughs> just a whole lot. I mean, you've heard it a whole lot um, in podcasts and, you know, some of these male content creators. They're always talking about be an alpha male. You got to be an alpha, you know, and you even hear female podcasters talk about, you know, women are looking for an alpha male and, and you know, I will submit to an alpha and, you know, so you hear this, but, you know, number one, do we understand where the term comes from? And do we understand how that sort of concept of alpha male operates um, in nature, operates in the animal kingdom? And a lot of our characteristics, you know, even though I know we have a much more developed brain, we have a sense of morality, we have a sense of spirituality, we have a lot of things that are different from, you know, um, animals, especially uh, animals in the eight primate um, category. We still, you know, have certain characteristics. I know uh, this is going to be, you know, people are going to be like, what are you trying to say? Did we evolve from apes? Not going to go there, but I am going to say a lot of scientists have been able to understand and in a lot of ways um, sort of see how certain chimpanzees and apes demonstrate characteristics that are seen in us. There, I said it kind of, you know, 
didn't say it as forcefully as I probably should have, but that's true. So the term alpha male, if, if anybody is wondering, it came from the study of wolves. Wolves are pack animals. They operate in a pack. And in a pack, there is a hierarchy. And that the top of the hierarchy is what, it, what scientists have referred to as the alpha. That means the first one. That, that is the one that kind of leads the pack. Uh, when there's a kill, um, that wolf gets to eat first. And then whatever's left, the other wolves get to share. There's a pecking order. There's a strict hierarchy within the wolves community. Well, uh, a biologist named Francis DeWall looked at apes. He looked at chimpanzees and he looked at bonobos um, to kind of look at how they set their um, communities up. And chimpanzees and bonobos, chimpanzees especially, um, they do have a hierarchical system. And um, Francis Dr. DeWalls wrote this book called Chimpanzees Politics, Chimpanzees Politics. And the book got the attention of then freshman congressman Newt Gingrich. And Newt Gingrich sort of um, suggested that all freshman congressmen should read this book. And the book got read by other people and it became um, used for books on business practices. And you got the alpha CEO and all of that, and it's kind of trickled down to, you know, um, dating world with a lot of male commentators talking about alpha male, be this alpha. And the way alpha is described in a lot of these um, YouTube um, videos and in a lot of these books is being this dominant man. Boom, he's dominant. He sets down the rules. He is the strongest. He's the biggest. He's the fastest. Like an all- ways this guy is superior to all you know of the people underneath him he is the man that every man wants to be and the man that every woman wants to be with that's the guy and that's sort of been the portrait that we have as men you want to be the alpha you want to be that guy that takes charge that has all the answers that everyone respects that when something's going wrong everybody goes to you that you set the tone, that you are the one, you you rule and you rule in a way that people respect you and respect your authority. And there's no questioning. If they question your authority, you deal with them and you deal with them fast because that's how it's done in the animal kingdom. We know that chimps do it. We know that wolves do it. It's natural. It's a part of design. Well, here's where Dr. DeWall sort of says, no, not really. And he regrets when he wrote the book and he used the term alpha, he regret using that term because he has come to see that it's been misused, that people have sort of looked at that and created this caricature of an alpha male that doesn't exist in the chimpanzee community. That what he sees in his research, and we're talking about 40, 50 years of research, and this is a man who's lived among the um, chimps. I mean, actually lived and video and watched them and all of that. Um, for a number of years, and he's looked at it and he's saying, no, this is not, you know, what I meant when I said alpha. And so he sort of said, this is what an alpha male is. And I think it's very instructive in terms of us creating this new idea of man, of a manhood. It's very instructive. And I think it can help us to learn to be an alpha 
but to be it in a way that is healthy, that allows us our position of leadership, but it doesn't in a way that dominates or sort of um, suppresses um, contributions by others. And here's another myth buster. There's such thing as an alpha female. Dr. DeWall said that in his studies that there is an alpha female. That alpha female plays a very important role in the development and in, um, you know, um, the development and the ability to be able to stay uh, on top of the alpha male, that she provides a lot of support and, and instruction. So what Dr. DeWall said is that in an alpha male, that usually a male reaches that collaboratively, that he very rarely reaches it by just being the strongest, biggest, and just bust up there and I can beat everybody's butt, boom, 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 boom. I'm the alpha male. It, it, it doesn't work like that. Typically, it works through a collaborative uh, manner that the chimpanzee that is seeking to be the alpha male will usually get endorsed by the outgoing alpha male and the alpha female, that they join their support to this up-and-coming chimp, and they say, we think this guy should be the next leader. And how does he do that? He does that by negotiating with people to get in that position. He will go to the outgoing alpha male and he'll say, look, you know, you're getting a little old. This job is getting a little rough for you. If you select me, I will make sure that you won't lose as much stepping down. That I'll make sure because one of the benefits of being an alpha male in a chimpanzee community is you get to mate with all the females. You get to choose who you want to mate with. You can have all or you can divide them up. Hey, that's the chimpanzee world. Don't, I'm not advocating that now, so please don't come at me in the comments. And you get sort of first crack at the food. So what he will do is say to the outgoing alpha male, hey, look, if you support me, I'll make sure that, you know, you still get your pick of the females that you want to be with. You know, I will share them with you. I won't take them all. You know, you'll still, you know, get to enjoy that benefit. And also when it comes time to mealtime, you're going to get, you know, choice selection. You're not going to be left at the bottom. I'm not going to throw you out the pasture. And that male will go, okay, that seems like a, a good deal. I trust you. I trust your word. I trust that you're going to do what you say, so I'm going to support you. And then he does the same thing with the alpha female. He goes to her and says, hey, look, you know, I'm going to make sure that you maintain a certain level of status, that you are taken care of, that I'm going to make sure you're good. You know, if you lend me your support, I'm going to make sure that you're taken care of. And that female will say, okay, you know, that alpha female will take her status and lend it to him. That outgoing alpha male will take his status and lend it to him. And then everybody else will go, okay, well, those two people, those two apes, they, they tend to know what they're doing. We're going to follow them. And so that's how he becomes the alpha male. It is through that negotiation, it is through that politicking, it is through that coming together and saying, look, we have shared interest. How can we put our shared interest together so that I can advance to this position? Understanding 
that I will still look out for you and make sure you're okay and you won't lose very much in me being in this position. Sounds different from this idea that we have of alpha male, doesn't it? Sounds different from this idea that you're the strongest, the baddest. It sounds very cooperative. Also, the thing that um, Professor DeWall talked about, he said that the alpha male's responsibility is also to keep the peace. That means that he understands that in order, and chimpanzee communities are very, um, they depend on each other. They hunt together. Um, they protect their young together. They protect their territory. Like they have to have cooperation among each member of the group. If they don't, then it's going to be some problems. So that alpha male has to make sure that all the females are getting along, that there's not any squabble or beef. He has to make sure that one female is not getting upset because he's spending all his time with another female and she feels left out. He has to be able to sense and cut off or head off those disagreements. He has to be very attentive. And where there is a disagreement, he has to be able to solve it. Even amongst the males, if there are some males that feel like, hey, you know, we're not getting what we think, he has to be able to negotiate or be able to, 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 to squash that beef among them so there won't be uprising and rebellion. Because if there is, if there's disharmony among the community, guess who they're going to blame? They're not going to blame each other. They're going to blame the alpha, the alpha male. They're going to say, hey, look, bro, you're not doing your job. Your job is to keep us together. Your job is to keep us from squabbling. Your job is to keep the peace. It's not our job to keep the peace. It's your job. That's why we selected you. That's why we allowed you to be alpha male. You understand? See how that works? So when you're an alpha male, you need to make sure that there's not a bunch of internal squabbling going on in your organization. And if it is, you need to deal with it. You need to find out how do I keep the peace? What do I need to do to get these people to work together? Because understanding if they don't work together, this organization is not going to succeed. Our goals are not going to be accomplished. We're not going to be able to protect our territory. We're not going to be to go out and get food and therefore survive that we're basically going to die out. Or people are going to be like, hey, I don't want to be a part of this. Let me go over here to this other community. Let me go over here and start all over. See, that is the job of the alpha male. So we see that it's collaborative. You have to get it through cooperation. And then it is a job in which you have to make sure that the order and balance and peace is maintained. So you're not a dictator, but more so you're a ambassador. You're a peacemaker. You're a statesman. So also what an alpha male has to do is protect the vulnerable. He has to protect the weakest in his community. He has to make sure that that weakest person is not being just bullied and taken advantage of. That understanding there's going to be some, you know, he's going to take it. He's going to be taken advantage of or she's going to be taken advantage of, but not to the point where they're demoralized and they're broken to the point that they can't now be a member of the community. And Here's the thing. The others look because all apes understand at some point they're not going to be as strong. They're not going to be at the top of the 
hierarchy. And they're going to make sure that when they go down, that they don't go down to the point where they are, you know, just forgotten. That what they've done is just forgotten. Like, hey, you can't, whatever you've done for me lately, you ain't done much for me, deuces. We're just going to let you die and starve. They want to make sure that their leader understands that by protecting the most vulnerable, he's protecting the whole group. That he's protecting the community. That he's letting everyone know that we all matter. That all of us have a purpose and a role and we have to respect that. And we cannot take from the bottom so much that they no longer are a part. And, and why is that? Look, think about this. If someone feels as if they are no longer a valued member of the community, they will do, they will withdraw. That's one thing. Or they become bitter and seek to destroy it. That means that they become a weak link. So an enemy could look and go, hey, look, we can do you better than they doing you. Look, your alpha male ain't even protecting you. And therefore, be a source of vulnerability that can be exploited by an enemy. So the alpha male has to understand that. So he has to protect the vulnerable. He has to make sure that they're okay, that they're getting food, that they're getting to partake in social life that they're not totally ostracized or left out to where they're withdrawn because he understands that that person, that ape, that chimp is a part and a valuable part of their community. So that's the other thing that is different because when we look at alpha male, and if we take that example and then we look at it from our point of view, if you want to be an alpha male as a man, if you want to say, hey, to your family, I am the alpha. First of all, you got to get cooperation. You have to get buy-in. You have to get buy-in from that alpha female. That female has to say, you know what? Yep, I'm, gonna, I'm going to put my support behind you because I understand that you're going to make sure that I don't lose. You're going to make sure that by me giving you my support, I'm not going to be subjugated. I'm not going to be looked over. I'm not going to be ignored. I'm not going to have my gifts and talents thrown away. I'm not just going to be used for procreation, that I'm going to be a valued member of this community where my input is not only um, listened to, but it's sought out. That before decisions are made, you come to me and say, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? Good idea, bad idea. And that you value that opinion so much that if that person can tell you why that is not a good idea, that you would then listen to them and say, you know what? You've convinced me. That's what it's about. If, if, if we're talking about, we're, we're taking all these principles, we're looking at the animal community, we're saying, I want to be an alpha. Then we understand that being alpha carries these principles and responsibilities. And look, chimpanzees, even though they have a higher form of intelligence among animals, they're not at our level. They don't have our frontal cortex. They don't have our brain mass. They're not able to think in a way we think, but they understand that this is the best way in which they can have a community. And those communities have lasted a lot longer than ours. They have. Then maybe there's some benefit in that. And remember, chimps are created by, so they're created being. They're just not 
They're created. So they were created with a purpose. So if it works in that, then when we talk about alpha male and we're talking about recreating manhood or the image of manhood or the idea of manhood in a way that can work in this new dynamic that we have, having a man that is, number one, understanding that their ascension comes through cooperation and collaboration and that that ascension means that they not only have to continue that cooperation and collaboration in a meaningful way, but they also have to keep the peace among those that they're leading and also make sure that the least, the vulnerable, is protected. Those principles have to be followed. If they're not, then I don't think you're being alpha male. I think you're being some idea that you think is an alpha male. And you're trying to be that version of an alpha male that may have been able to exist back when women were kept subservient, where marginalized people were kept in a certain place. But those days are over. Those days are over. And if we want to have families, if we want to have organizations that can thrive, and we're going to get to the point about the mental health component of it, then we have to understand that we're going to have to think differently. We're going to have to think differently and we're going to have to create these models that will enhance growth rather than, you know, feed my ego. Now, the other thing that um, um, Professor DeWalls was able to glean from his research is the idea of an alpha male, if you look at an alpha male and a male at the very bottom. He found an interesting thing. They both have the same level of stress hormones in their body. So you have to understand that when you're at the top, you're going to have the same level of stress as somebody at the bottom. And you go, well, why is that? Because if you're at the top, you should be like, yeah, I'm at the top. I can enjoy my reign. Everybody's working for me. Well, here's the thing about being at the top at the top. You always have to, number one, do what got you there. And number two, always be aware that someone is looking to take your place. And if you reign in a very tyrannical way, it will feed that sort of desire for someone to take you out. And it will create openings for them to get that opportunity. If you're a tyrant and you're making people do it because of your strength, Eventually, your strength will wane. And when it does, someone will come up who's stronger than you and will say enough. And you won't have the support of the other people because you've beaten them down so much that they're hoping that someone will topple you. They're even praying for it. So with that, with people who operate from that, I am strong, I'm the alpha man. Number one, you have to maintain that strength. Number two, you have to worry about someone supplanting you, which causes all sorts of stress. The same level of stress as somebody that's at the very bottom that has to fight for everything because you're still in that fight mode. You're still in that fight mode. You're still fighting to maintain your place, just like they're fighting to maintain theirs, except for theirs is making sure they don't get everything taken from them. You are making sure that you get to keep everything. Same coin, different sides. So, but when we do it from the collaborative, when we do it from the 
protecting the most vulnerable, then that person doesn't have to have that same stress level because they know they have some level of protection. And then by the fact that you're doing that, everyone looks and say, look, he's protecting everyone. So I don't have to worry about if I fall down, I'm going to be discarded. And now they want to cling to you anymore, even more because they understand that you're operating in their benefit, not only in their present benefit, but in their future. So now you have much more cooperation, collaboration. You have people that believe in you. Your stress decreases because you don't have to worry about as many people coming for you. And also, you don't have to worry about the squabbles because everybody's not fighting for your attention. That creates a lot of tension within a community because everybody's trying to get favor from the king, the boss, the big guy. But if everyone feels equally heard, equally seen, and they understand that the person on top is valuing everyone, therefore they should value the person beside them, then you have less tension. You understand how that works? You see how that works and how that could work in a community where you have people that are just as smart, probably maybe even smarter than you. And that's the other thing that um, Professor DeWall said. It's not usually in these hierarchy among chimpanzees. It's not the strongest, the biggest, or the smartest. It's the one that understands how to cooperate. It's the one that understands relationships and how to navigate and negotiate those relationships where each side feels like they've won. That is the one that extends. So when we talk about this idea of alpha male, that alpha male should be cooperative. That alpha male should be collaborative. That alpha male should be able to be a peace, you know, a peacemaker, a statesman. That alpha male should be protective of the least of those in the community. That is an alpha male. We talk about, when I hear a lot of these YouTubers talk about fit, friendly, and submissive. Well, alpha male should be peaceful, collaborative, and protective because those are the things that he has to do. He has to keep the peace. He has to collaborate among different groups to keep them happy. And he also needs to be protective of the least of those. I mean, I think that is a model that could work. I think that is a model that does not offend the ability of a woman to be who she is fully within a structure and not feel as if she's being eclipsed. That understands that not only is her opinion valued, but it's sought. That it's sought before a decision is made and that that opinion can be the opinion of the group. That, hey, you know what? I was thinking about doing it that way, but you have totally convinced me that I am 100% wrong. And you are right. And not feel threatened, not feel as if your alpha malehood has been attacked or devalued. All right. So you can go to Big Think, and it is called The Alpha Male Myth Debunk. It is France the Wall. It's on YouTube. I'll put it in the show notes. Please look at it. It's only about maybe 15, 20 minutes. Very informative. Um, and tell me what you think. So 
hopefully, um, you know, I've been able to kind of give you this idea. Tell me what you think. Please, please, please comment. Please subscribe and share this because I want this to be a communication. I want this to be a dialogue because I think this is very important. Look, men, we are struggling. I don't care how much you want to deny it. Things are changing. And if we still want to operate in a certain place and a certain function, then we're going to have to learn to adapt. We are. All right. So I'm Wesley Person. This is In Search of Manhood.